Welcome to Grounded Content. I'm your host, Marian Abrams. This is part two of a two-part podcast series on Grounded Content, where I talk about using challenges as a format, as a kind of a psychological hack to make creative breakthroughs. So if you're just finding me now, I would really suggest that you go to two episodes back and find the episode about creative challenges, the first part of this series. Because in the first part, I explain why these are so valuable. And then in this episode, I continue and I share some examples, how to build them, and I give a list of ideas of psychological hacks that will help you to be more likely to succeed and to get the most out of these challenges when you create them. In this episode, I use a lot of analogies from the endurance sports world, but I want to be clear. What I'm talking about here is how you can make a breakthrough in your career, in your creative content, in your content creation. This is a place where you can really improve the level of quality of the work that you're doing, whether it's a podcast or photography, a YouTube channel, an email list, a blog, or any other creative endeavor. You will hear from a few friends of mine. In this episode, I include just a few short pieces from those conversations. I will have longer, fuller versions of those conversations on my website at madmotion.com. One last favor, if you like the show, pass it on. Share it with somebody who you think could benefit from this. One last thing. There's always one last thing, right? So one last thing. You'll notice the energy at some points in this episode gets a little low. So this whole episode was created as a practice, really a run-through of a talk I was giving at She Podcast Live. And I did this run-through pretty late at night. Maybe my voice sounds a little more relaxed than it is right now. That's why. So in the first part of this, I talked a lot about why these creative challenges are valuable, how they can benefit you. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about how you structure them and some of the psychological hacks you can use to make them work better. So some examples are committing to do one push-up a day, take one photo a day, eat no meat for a week, write two sentences in your journal every day for the next 30 days, Read 10 pages before you go to bed every day for 10 days. Go somewhere exciting once every month in the next 12 months. Here are examples from Jen Eads. The actual challenge for me was to sit down and write a song and publish it for 365 days in a row. Michael Roderick. The challenge is to write daily for 30 days. And Jamie Proctor Broussard. What I tasked myself with was taking at least one picture every day. You can frame them however you want, but there's three main components, right? There's the task, taking a photo, doing a push-up, running a mile, recording an episode of your podcast, publishing an episode of your podcast, finding one new vocabulary word to use. So choose a task, right? And then there's the number of times, the frequency that you do it, I guess would be a good word. So are you going to do three push-ups? Are you going to do five miles? Are you going to do it 16 times? And then the period of time, are you going to do it for a month, for a year? for a day. A challenge could be that you are going to do one push-up every hour for your eight-hour workday. But the three components, there's the task, the number of times you do it, and the period of time. And one of the things I want to talk about really quickly is goals versus process. There's benefits to both, right? And it depends on the breakthrough or the lifestyle. If you're really aiming for a breakthrough, you want to go for a finite period of time. If you're aiming for a lifestyle change, you may want to go for an infinite amount of time. So for me, for example, I run one mile every day. I don't have a set goal because once I achieve the goal, then I would stop. 
And my goal is to be healthy. So I run one mile every day. But if you're trying to make a creative breakthrough, you might push yourself harder than is comfortable for the long term. So you might only do it for 10 days or a week or a month because you know you're going to do something that's not sustainable, but it's really pushing your limits. Rich Cardona took on an incredibly challenging program called 75 Hard. It's difficult, but it's transformational, and it lasts for 75 days. 75 Hard is a program, uh, and really quickly, uh, what it encompasses is two workouts, 45-minute workouts per day, one inside, one outside, or both outside, but one has to be outside, a gallon of water, you have to follow a specific diet, no alcohol or cheat meals, 10 pages read per day, and then a progress photo every single day, and that's what it is. So what are some of the ways that you can hack your psyche. There's some ideas in the book Atomic Habits. In fact, it was a, an interview I heard with the author of that book that planted the seed in my mind to start doing the run one mile every day. Because I heard the author talking about the idea that you could start with something small but accomplishable. And he gave the example of one push-up. And I hang out with a lot of people who are distance runners. And the idea to me of running one mile seemed almost not worth it. It seemed so small. But I thought, that's something I can accomplish. There's no excuse. I can get my shoes on and go get a mile. For both Jen Eads and Rich Cardona, having a set time, especially early in the morning before distractions crop up, helped them. The only piece of this that I could control was me blocking my time, fortunately, and, and having it set up at 6 a.m. I didn't have a lot of other things going on at the time. So just by picking that time slot in the morning, I was already going to set myself up for some success. I mentally, I just said to myself, these are non-negotiables. You don't go into a challenge or a program saying like, I, I want to fail. So I pretty much tried to knock out the majority of it before 9 a.m. Habit stacking is an idea from Atomic Habits. You take a habit that you already have. Maybe you drink coffee every morning. Maybe you already meditate or write in your journal. Whatever it is, you take a habit that exists and you add a habit. So you use that existing habit as a trigger. Say you do want to write three sentences in your journal every morning for 10 days. Well, if you do it right after your coffee, you're more likely to make it into a habit because that coffee triggers the next action. And that would be the journaling. You can stack your habits in that way. Another one that might surprise you is social media. You have to be really careful, but you can harness social media to benefit this process. So for me, first, I make sure that the people that I'm following are sharing things that are moving me in the right direction. When I started to run a mile every day, it was my friends there who would call me out and who would say, did you get it done? And who would also say, when I posted there and said, well, how should I celebrate 100 days? None of them said, go have a cupcake and take a day off. They said, why don't you celebrate by doing double the miles today? And those are the people you want to be around. They celebrated me. They were proud of me. But they also knew I could do more and helped me to know I could do more. So social media can be helpful if it works for you. It can be a way to hold yourself accountable. If social media doesn't work, tell people whose opinions you care about. Tell them what you're going to do. And don't use soft language like, I think I might. Use strong language. Say, I am going to do this. And hold yourself accountable. These need to be people who you will be embarrassed to tell if you don't do it. But we all know things happen. And so one of the things to talk about is what do you do when you fail? And we'll talk about that in a minute. 
But another hack to help you be more successful or be more likely to hold yourself accountable is an accountability buddy or an accountability buddy. One of the things about the accountability buddy is this is not someone whose job it is to yell at you when you don't finish. This is somebody whose job it is to support you when you're successful and to check in on you. That's it. Most of us have that human psychology where we will want to accomplish what we committed to the people we respect. And so they don't have to yell at us or any of that. That's not the job of an accountability partner. But they will check and they will know. That's it. That's all they have to do. Here's another one that I think is really important and exciting. It's the idea of keeping your word to yourself. Many of us will keep our word to others. We might do something because we said we would, because we told someone. But what if we gave ourselves that same level of respect? So think about that. As you make one small commitment, then keep your word to yourself. And teach yourself that that's important. And last, who you surround yourself and how they support you. It's so important. I gave you a little bit of an example in social media, but I'll I'll tell you another one. I had committed to run one mile every day. I was maybe 30, 40 days in, and I had a trip planned. I didn't think I was going to be able to get the run in. I had to leave early before the sun came up. I had a busy, long day. I was going to be on airplanes. And I posted something on my social media. I said, what would be the equivalent to running a mile? that I could do in my hotel room. And one of my friends messaged me immediately. And she said, there is no equivalent. You said you were going to run a mile. Run a mile. And it changed my whole mindset. She was right. I could find a way. I could get up 20 minutes earlier, or I could do it on my lunch break, whatever it was. And I found a way to do it. Finding the right people and telling them the right way to support you. I think many of us think support means making our friends feel good about themselves. And we should, that's really important. But support also can mean helping our friends get the most out of themselves. I've seen many ultra racers. These are people that run in these extremely long races, 100 miles or more, hundreds of miles. And there's a point where their mind and their body breaks down. They become exhausted. And they have to choose the right support crew. When the support crew that's there will say, hey, you got this. Let me put a bandage on your blister. Let me make sure you've got the food you want. I know you think you want to give up right now, and let's try to get you going. Or the supporter who says, you know, you're right. You've done a lot. You should feel great. Why don't you take a nap and call it quits? It doesn't mean that there isn't a time to call it quits in those scenarios, but it's the support crews that push you a little further than you think you can go that help those athletes. And I will tell you, 100% of the time, the athletes are grateful for the crews that push them rather than the crew that let them off the hook. Tell your friends how you want to be supported as you take on these challenges. What do you do if you fail? Pick up where you left off. So like I said, I've made this commitment to run one mile every day and I miss a day. What do I do? I hold myself accountable. I make a public statement. I tell my friends, I tell the world on social media, hey, I missed a day and I start again at zero. So today that I'm recording this, I'm on day 215. If I skipped a day tomorrow, I would start again at zero. And that's part of the motivation for me because I don't want to have to go to zero. I'm proud of the fact that I've gotten to 214. And so that pushes me not to miss a day. So what do you do if you slip? Start again. If you say you're going to post a photo every day for 10 days and on day seven you miss one, start again at zero and do 10 days. It's another incentive to help you not miss a day. It's all about hacking your own psyche. These are the tricks that work for me. 
Some of them are based on social science or studies that I've read. Do what works for you. That's the key. Find the hacks, try the things that will trick you into being successful. And most important, celebrate along the way. If you commit to run one mile every day for 30 days, day one, celebrate. You did it. Day two, celebrate. That's two days done. Day three, feel great. You've done three days in a row. So celebrate each milestone along the way. And I want to close with this thought, getting back to podcasting or content creation. There's no magic formula. And there's a lot of people out there selling the hack, selling some expensive piece of equipment, or selling some magic formula that you need to be successful. There's no such thing. There is no such thing as a magic formula. But if you create great content, the other tools will all work better. So if you advertise your podcast, and there's nothing wrong with advertising a podcast, but if you advertise your podcast and it's no good, you're throwing your money away. If you advertise a great podcast, once people find it, they'll stay in there and tell their friends. So the quality of your show, of your content, your YouTube channel, your social media, the quality, what are you talking about and what are you saying about it? Are you lighting up the audience? The quality is really what matters. So spend some time, maybe using this trick, maybe using others, to elevate the quality of your content. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Grounded Content Podcast. If you're interested in learning more from me about content creation, about podcasting, about interviewing, there's lots of free information at madmotion.com. And specifically, go to the page that says grow your podcast. And you can sign up there to get on the list to be the first to know when I launch new courses and new opportunities to learn. I always love hearing from you. It really makes all of this feel worthwhile. Sometimes podcasting feels like a one-way endeavor. We share the information, but we don't hear back. So please drop me a line at madmotion on Instagram or email me through the form on my website. See you next time.